didn't <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like me messing with it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Three Geeks After Dark. Today, we are joined by Gunner and Jenna. I am so excited to catch up. But first, we actually have a sponsor for tonight's show. So, real quick word from our sponsor. Taco Bell presents its newest entree, as seen in the hit movie Showgirls. Nomi gobbled them up on screen, and now you can get your hands on Nomi's beefy fish taco. Engulf all the voluptuous babies in your mouth. Available in plain, smothered with our patented crispy sauce. So go to Taco Bell and get Naomi's beefy fish taco. Available at all locations. Only after midnight. I had to look. Uh, John had to like dig that clip up because we haven't played it in years. So how you guys? You play, you play it like every other month. <laughs> no, no, man. We we used to. We retired it like two years ago, so it's been dormant. I had to remake the video and everything. But how have you guys been? We've always had you We're guys good. on around Halloween, but I was thinking like Valentine's Day seems to suit you guys so much better. It does. It does because we narrate romance novels, so yeah. it's perfect. It's perfect. This is good. How you guys been? We're doing a lot of books. We just a, a new one came out today. It's called uh, "Walk for Me" by K.L. Parker. Right, and this one's long. It's sixteen hours, sixteen and a half hours long. So big book. Most yeah, of so them are like five or seven, you know. But it's pretty long when you get up that long. That's a long book. There are levels of spicy in a romance novel, <laughs> and uh, very little spice is called sweet. Right. And uh, we're way over here. Yeah. We, we do. We're totally comfortable with erotica. There's a lot of BDSM in most of the books we do. So. Yeah. Can so. you have erotic stuff on this? <laughs> or can you even swear on this show? <laughs> I mean, where are we on the? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can swear. The tonight is a. Oh, two hours. Yeah, <laughs> we're all doing. All right. Now, if we were to have this conversation tomorrow at 10 a.m. on the Lord's Day, that would be a problem. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, after well, a thing it's it Saturday. Was, yeah, yeah, we're yeah, naughty's good for us. So um, we um, see. how long are we on? How long do we have? About an hour. Give or okay, take. good. Well, we could yeah, we can start. We can do a little sample from one of the books. We can show you pictures. We can talk. Pictures. Had, well, <laughs> can we share our screen with you guys at all? I mean, I I have OBS, but anyway, yeah. Since we since we talked to you last, like we were in Vegas and we were at a convention where the fans come to meet the writers and to meet some of the different people in production of romance. There were thousands of people there. I mean, we were sitting there signing autographs for seven hours. Yeah. The, the narrator line, usually in the past, it's been the authors have been very, very popular. The narrator line at this convention was out it was nuts. crazy. It, it was, was nuts. Gangster. So yeah, that was she awesome. managed to sneak away to the bathroom. But I mean, they had people bringing us food and water and treats and just to stay in that seat. Just right in the saddle, meeting all the fans for just hours. It was amazing. It's interesting you, how the. Go oh, ahead. Sorry, do, do you get asked to do like specific voices from fans by any chance? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, can there's a guy for, for uh, one of. <laughs> what? <laughs> so do they ask what? you like, can you moan for us real quick, like you did in this? That'd book? be you. 
<laughs> I get to moan all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I'll, cause I'll edit my own stuff and I'll go back and go, Oh, that sounded so stupid. Get in here. Let's do it again. It's a lot of fun listening to her do orgasms. I mean, it's like, do another one, do another one. It's like just for me, one more. But uh, we had one where the writer, the author said, you're not a screamer, are you? And she, to me, to me. And so she's like, well, I can redo that. And she goes, no, it was sexy. It was good. I liked it. Later, we were watching football. It was and, the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> well, she started screaming. Yeah, I'm like, yes! Yeah. Yes! Oh, God! Yes! Uh. <laughs> so now it's like she, she texts the author and goes, I can redo it and pretend I'm having a touchdown. But I'm fun. What a fun job, right? But yeah, we go right to the very edge of what Amazon will allow because they have rules. But yeah, we we as far as... First, the books are published and they're in text. So you already know how the book is doing. It's already been authorized and all that stuff. But then we get to do um, bring it to life for people who want to listen to the book. Some like to do both. Some read it and listen. And then other people are real dedicated listeners. They just want to hear it. So we've been doing this almost six years. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. And yes. it's going really, really well. What's yes. the 16 hour book about? Which one? What? Say that again. What's the 16-hour one, the one you just completed? Oh, oh, okay. Well, this is awesome. So this um, this Kale Parker, she's the author. She's created this world. It's Club Avalon in uh, Arizona. And it's a BDSM club. And all of the characters who are members of the club, the doms especially, the doms form this, um, you know, this group. And, and each dom has their own story and um and about how they find their love and this particular one was atticus's story and atticus is the big he's um just the the biggest strongest most protector kind of a guy there is he's actually a daddy dom so yeah, they, yeah there's different kind of dominance there's sadists and then there's like a daddy dom wants Sometimes they'll want the the female that or the sub to call them daddy. Yeah. So they yeah. parent you. They're the boss of you. And yeah, I'm and glad so you clarified that because that was going to be my question: is what's the what's a daddy dom? <laughs> right. Well, right. A, that's a kind of kink which was uncomfortable for me at first because I'm a real dad in real life, and the whole idea of her calling me daddy was like I'm not into that as a kink. There are people who really, <laughs> really are. Right. So. Right. Right. So this is Atticus's story. And I'm not, I'm not even going to tell you who the love interest is because I don't want to ruin it because, uh, you know, when I, when we started the story, I was like, that's his love interest. No way. No way. So it's awesome. I'm in a new tab. I got to find this picture. Do you ever okay. have that moment in the uh, rehearsal or in the, or in the reading of the text originally where you're kind of like, you're, you're as surprised as someone who would be casually like following along or listening to the book being like, Oh wait, what, what, wait, I'll take that back again. What? Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to try to show you this here. I'm going to try to, here's the cover. Ah. Okay. He's holding the teddy bear. <laughs> I don't know. Is my camera working? Yeah. Yeah. Let me see. It's very hot. Okay. Well, yeah. The book's called the book's called Jeez. walk for me. Tastefully and she's done, holding though. the teddy bear. 
So there. Yeah, walk for me. It, the, the, the girl needs to be rescued. So spoil this much of it. The first chapter, this guy's a mountain. Atticus is his name. Atticus is a monstrously muscular, big person, and he runs a security company. He's very wealthy and he's pissed. So he breaks into this where they're keeping her as a as a nursing home. He finds out they're not caring for her very well. So, I mean, this guy bashes in doors. Humans go flying. It's literally like, I'm going to rescue the shit out of this girl. You yeah, know? Yeah. And she's so pathetic. He gets her. And then it's like, you know, he gives her a teddy bear. And he's got the money and the time and the commitment to to save her but she's a grown woman right and so she right. starts to feel feelings for daddy yeah Alex. she starts to feel feelings <laughs> feelings of a very romantic <laughs> nature mm. yeah so if you're you know sometimes they set these up so well and this one i really thought the first chapter was really a masterpiece from the point of view establishing who the fuck everybody is right right this is who you are this is who atticus is and this is how it's going to go down. And and then you get to uh, have that thrill of discovery. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. She, she's a woman, but she has been uh, not. She's naive. She's still yeah. very, very yeah, yeah. childlike. Yeah. So there you go. And it's already <laughs> doing pretty well. This is the fourth in a series. Oh, she was mentioned. Yeah, there's there's different things. Dance for me. Talk for me. Cry for me. And this one's called Walk. Walk for me. Yeah. I was about to say, so are reoccurring characters then? Yeah. Are a lot of the same yes. names? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I think yeah. last, so, time, yes. last time ahead. we spoke, we it, it, I think we were talking about this character, or at least a similar type of character and kind of a similar, and like that was part of a series. So that's all. Oh, wondering. yeah. Like, yes. It sounds like a continuation. Done, yeah. Yeah. We've done a lot for another author. Her name's Samantha A. Cole. She does a lot of BDSM also. <laughs> so it could be probably one of the, these two authors. Yeah, in the last two years. Yeah. That's who we've been doing. Yeah, yeah. Samantha, her stuff's the same way. Yeah. And 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 they all have uh, like this, you know, this world that they've created and with all these characters, and then they choose one character per story to get their story out. Yeah, you know to I mean? fo to focus on. So they're all there, but they focus on you know the the romantic couple. Yeah. It's a yeah. lot of it is a lot of fun. It's good for men. I would say you want to see what women are after. A lot of it is I'll be straight up, you know, it's it's tough to be a book boyfriend. I well, I'm glad we're talking about this because this is great content for Valentine's Day. Oh yeah. Because women have so many um expectations. Expectations um and 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 romance <laughs> placates to those expectations, they you do. know, yeah. but there's the real world, yeah. you know, you know, they're so. unapologetic. You know, you say, I mean, I can play these. These are very wonderful fans. If there's anything I could say about romance fans without, you know, sounding like I'm sucking up, you can dick with them. You can joke around. You can fuck with them and, and say, come on, man, this guy is loaded. All he cares about. He's violently faithful to one woman. Right. That's and he's very buff common. as yeah. hell. And he's the best lover ever. Ever. And they're like, yeah, so what's your point? You know? Yep. You know, get me some more while I'm waiting, you know. I mean, these guys are all something else. You guys should randomly do a children's book. I think if I was nah. you guys, I would randomly do a children's book just with the thought of some parent is going to put that book on for their kids and they're going to think they chose their own book. 
Like, wait yeah. a second. All that <laughs> would be, all that would be fun. <laughs> Expanding yeah. the portfolio a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I would do it as a yeah. troll. Yeah. Some parent that lives <laughs> yeah. puts it on. It's like, wait a second. No. <laughs> uh, well, we've been doing it long enough that at we were, again, we're back in Vegas, but someone said she goes i've heard your voice she heard me talking said i've heard your voice i've listened to your books and i said good girl well first i said that makes me super horny and she was laughing and then i said good girl and she went well now i'm horny and that's what i mean by they're really playful and yeah. funny about yeah. all yeah. of this oh yeah and yeah. Um, it's a very accepting group right i'm um, very you know it's mostly women but they yeah, seem to be way. very very supportive of each other pretty uh, much yeah yeah it's a yeah it's a good group that's really well, great it's not the cattiness you might get if you were like at a i don't know if you i guess to me the the opposite of this would be like a cosmetics convention yeah. or a fashion convention you know i think people would be really catty but the romance authors support each other the fans support the authors everybody when you're in vegas we all go to fremont street or we all go to the signings and the different events and everyone's very just wonderful to each other mm -hmm. yeah yeah that. yeah i need water um, just to say a philadelphia accent for water it's water water yeah this, <laughs> yeah. this next book i'm doing so if any of you for, for from philly you can give me some Pointers. Some pointers. From Philly, go yeah, see water. Go get some water. Yeah, we have coaches that help us. And I have like my Irish coach is a nurse at the hospital here, a lady, but I'll call her. And I am hell bad at Irish. But if I have a few lines of Irish, I have to call her because I get it. I turn into a pirate. <laughs> Either that or I can do a total caricature. I can be like, a, you know. I, you're magically delicious, like a cartoon, but it's not realistic, you know. So we all have we have coaches for this stuff. Yeah, your kids are older, yeah. right? If I remember correctly, they are. Okay, so yes. has, has any of your from... kids, any of your kids' friends, found your book? Your, oh. your oh, that's book? a good question. Because mm. I know it took a while for our kids, especially our middle son, who's 28 now. It totally freaked him out what we were doing. You know, a couple <laughs> years back when we were first starting. All right. Um, yeah, and he was living us, uh, they've all lived with us at times while we've been into this and we've had, I've had to wait till they all get out of the house so I can do a love scene, you know, a yeah. sex scene, not just a love scene. Yeah. Cause it's just, it is, it's kind of weird. It's got, but now they're all adults, right. um, and out of the house. So it's right. not quite so weird. Yep. Um, I was, no, that's, that's a good oh. question. Uh, to follow up with that, you mentioned like say love scenes, sex scenes, and so forth. Like, and you mentioned that this this particular book is like sixteen hours long now. Um, what is a what is like a work day or a work week like for that? How do you kind of divvy up? Like, okay, well today maybe we should focus on the sex scene stuff, or is it like just uh, going chapter by chapter? Generally, we go chapter by chapter, and uh, we just and generally mornings are best for our voices; they're more relaxed. So we'll do all of our recording in the mornings. Yeah, I've got a buddy. Tim Page is a is a good friend of ours. Um, He's you, a narrator as well. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. If you've ever heard uh, The More You Know weekdays, Saturdays at 10 a.m. on ABC, that's Tim oh, for a cool. long time. Tim did that. Um, he says his voice is better in the afternoon. 
I feel really good tonight. Yeah. But yeah, I'm feeling great. But a lot of times <laughs> we're going to do is go do a sex scene real quick. <laughs> the sex scenes are really fun to do. Once you get, once you've done a bunch, you got to just do them and it start. I mean, I a banker once told me all the money, just fill it, it's paper. After a while, you know, it's hundreds, it's twenties, but you're just counting. It's not, it's not, Oh my God, this is money. And I have my hands in cash. It starts to be just paper. And so for a narrator, I would imagine after a while we get calloused. Um, maybe a better example would be, even though it's fun to talk about the sex, would be real emotional stuff because we both get real emotional. So a lot of these books are terrific and that I don't know what it is. Women want to ball their eyes out. I don't know. Right. They yeah. want to. They'll write a review of a book. This this tore out my heart and stomped on it. I love it so much. You know, it's like, okay. You know, they want to feel shitty or cry a lot. So they'll write something that's real touching. Like there was a dedication to our soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. She had to do it. I was like, ha, ha, ha. So we're both upstairs and she's reading it literally probably hundreds of times. Just sobbing. I mean, just a wreck. Couldn't read the dedication. And then one day. Because you have to get the emotion out so that you can yeah. say it without choking up. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, no, no. like if you, yeah. So one day she goes, I'm ready. We went in the studio, one take. She nailed it. I, I totally get that idea of like being able to just get used to it in order to not get emotionally too invested in it because I'm a singer, um, a musician oh. in, in my day job. And so there are some songs that's like that way heavy with me just personally. So when I have to sing them, I'm like, Okay, you can't have the voice crack or you can't falter at this point. You got to power through it a little. Say, so just got to get used to it without like having a breakdown or something like that in exactly. the middle of the song. Is it is it repetition or is there another way to callous it's, your? I mean, part of it's been repetition. I won't lie that there are moments where when I'm just feeling emotionally vulnerable or stressed out, the day's just been bearing on me, and I have to do this particular song at this particular point. Then mm -hmm. I'm just like. My voice is going to give either way, <laughs> but uh, usually it's just like I get accustomed to it. And then I kind of recognize the divide of like, well, this isn't for me right now. This is for somebody else. And then maybe yeah. on the weekend, I'll listen to the song and have a good cry on my own. So, yeah, I people have said if I've got to do something, one of the biggest thing is repetition. Like if you read a book and then you read a, a different book and then the third book, fourth, fifth, tenth. The more you do it, you're like, which one was your best? It's my next one because you keep improving so fast. And with that in mind, people, you think, well, I won't sound natural in my delivery, but that's not true. Re practice is the illusion. When we see really wonderful performers, some of these guys are comedians. Bill Burr, he just seems like he's freestyling to me. A lot of the best comedians look like they're freestyling, but they've yeah, probably rehearsed. Yeah. 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 And that just guarantees all the quality of delivery, especially punchlines. <laughs> well, I want to get into some embarrassing uh, things or Valentine's Day stories for all of us. Yeah. But I do. John sent over some work, stuff because he's six and I might have to Wait, over. I did not agree to share embarrassing Valentine's <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. Sorry, we got this. Uh, so there's a story that John sent me from BuzzFeed. So my long distance internet boyfriend of several years surprised me with a visit to my college dorm on February 13th. It was the first time we met in person. We spent the day kissing and cuddling until I invited him to spend the night. 
Then he told me that he was actually just stopping through Illinois on his way to New York, where he was moving to live with his girlfriend. Solid. Solid. <laughs> I mean, All out of yeah, We have some damage to do. I hope she at least got dinner. Yeah. yeah no well, I'm curious about a couple of things. It's like then she wasn't in the know that he actually had a girlfriend, clearly. Because they're, you know. Speaking from experience, we've there have been open discussions, let's say, in my life about like, you know, there's our relationship, then there's this other relationship and so forth. So, yeah, I'm taking this as she did not know. She did not know at all. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. That does suck. That sucks. Hmm. Does anybody that, have any? Uh, like, I know one, but embarrassing this, 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 yeah, I know uh, a friend of mine told me she went to Disneyland in Tokyo with a friend. And then he goes, well, I really wanted to come here with a different girlfriend. And then I feel bad about that. What should I do? And he goes, I just don't even want to go. And I said, what'd you do? She said, I went, fuck it. I'm going to Disneyland. <laughs> she left him. At, <laughs> she went to Tokyo Disney and left him at the hotel. And I'm Sweet. like, well, that's a weird one. But I'm proud of, you know, yeah. I kind of stand up, right? Yeah. Take care of yourself. I'd go to Disneyland. Screw it. I don't have any embarrassing. I know. Yeah. We, I one year you gave either. me a pen. I gave you. I gave you a pen. You gave, you gave me, me a pen. Yeah. Yeah. It was stupid. It was a good pen. It was, it was a Waterman. A you were into pens. I was. You had the time. I had a. Yeah. I still am. But that's there. You go. I'm into pens. Have a pen fetish. <laughs> Do they have a book for that? <laughs> no. But people are sure reading it. Yeah. <laughs> They no, do have a flashlight. They don't have a flesh pen, do they? <laughs> no. <laughs> Walmart. Walmart has a sexual health section now. We were surprised. Man, they got recommendations. They got reviews. They got some. We bought a few power tools. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Four stars. It's that stuff. I was like, people are like, Where, what? Walmart? I'm like, yeah. Here's a Ryobi for you. Great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Embodying embarrassing gifts for friends, but yeah, I think that's the pinnacle of it is like either way over the top gestures of love that I've been witness to, or just embarrassing purchases for say Valentine's Day and things like that. What tell what, what, what was one of them? <laughs> okay, fine. I'm gonna, um, okay, here it goes. Okay, so one year, yeah, I definitely did go out and like, okay, I got an idea. I'm not a licensed massage therapist or anything like that, but I'm going to go out. I'm going to get some, like, nice oils and stuff like that to, you know, I'll wine and dine this special someone and then, you know, take it back to my place and have a nice, I'll give them a nice deep tissue massage or what I think that is. And I have all these essential, like, supplements that can help out with that. And one of them, definitely once I open up the bottle, because I hadn't checked any of this stuff ahead of time, I'm like, smells a little turpentiny for some reason. But we'll power through that. And I'm just like, nope, this isn't where. So it was just like it was just weird because it smelled funky, basically. And I'm just like, didn't do my research, didn't do my looking ahead on yeah. products and stuff like that. So that's more yeah. like that. More like I don't know what I'm doing more so than. I accidentally bought car oil. I'm sorry. We can't do them. Yeah, time. I went over to the local. <laughs> yeah. Our door is also no longer creek. <laughs> I just drained some stuff out of my crankcase. Yeah, sure. Like... <laughs> but that it's more like that, and not like, not like what you were talking about, Jason, where there was genuine like heartbreak. <laughs> Jeez. 
It's funny how uh, people are really awkward about this, but don't do much to practice. Like I said, it'd be good for guys to read a romance. Um, there's a bunch of good. I mean, we've we've done a little over fifty, and uh, you know we'll we'll have three released this month. But most of them have some good ideas about for guys to learn from if you're open minded or you're interested to learn. Um, then there's a lot of great stuff like tantric massage books. Red Hot Touch is a really cool book about how to just use your hands on each other. And yeah. 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 I would I would recommend that book highly for um, any couple. It's only like six or eight bucks paperback, probably on Kindle, too, by now. But it's called Red Hot Touch. Speaking of Red Hot Touch, I got another story here. So my boyfriend oh, good. made another, me another one. An amazing Valentine's meal, completely from scratch. Later, getting jiggy, I started feeling a horrendous burning sensation down there. Turns out he hadn't washed his hands properly after chopping chilies. I spent the night with nothing more exciting than a cold flannel between my legs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Well, you just had a chilly, a chilly almost disaster. Kind of. It wasn't down there. Our neighbor neighbor grew... um, What's where Anaheim? He grew Anaheim peppers, and I didn't oh. know this, but when they when they roast them, they change the name. So, like an Anaheim pepper roasted is a Colorado. Oh, and I didn't oh, know that. So, not like yeah. Carolina Reapers or ghost peppers or anything like that. Well, this was just Anaheim's kind of warm, but I I touched my eye uh, and told um I told Jenna her real name's Allie, told Jenna, look if this keeps hurting just kill me because it was getting really really bad like i was ready to go to the doctor for sure but it started they say put milk on it in fact put it in a shot glass and jab the milk right on your eye socket and you can continue to swear and you know roll around and scream and uh but after a while it started to fade but damn that hurt like the guy says i mean i wasn't interested in sex (laughs) <laughs> which most of the time I am. So it tells you <laughs> right there. Um, Moving my microphone. There we go. Aaron wants to know if these are college confessions. I don't know. They're from a uh, buzz. No, no, this one's from glamor magazine that I just read. Oh, <coughs> and all our other stories from us personally are on a mis- miscellaneous timeline. You'll have to figure out for yourself. <laughs> it was yesterday. <laughs> Yes, Justin, this happened yesterday. <laughs> I don't know that I have any embarrassing Valentine's Day stories. I can't think of any. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm definitely going to hold you to it because you brought it up. So. You certainly did put everyone else on the spot, though, Jason. I'm definitely holding you to it. For that. Yeah. I didn't say they had to be about you. I just said embarrassing Valentine's Day stories. Well, Kat's kind of out of the bag now, so no turning back now, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> To kind of circle back to kind of um, the, the Irish accent, things like that, but are there times when you have a char- multiple characters with different accents in the same book that you're reading? And, like, is it hard to jump back and forth? Is that a kind of a hard thing to do? Yeah, it's an advanced thing. If you, if someone wanted to be a narrator, first of all, it's great. It's a great thing to do. It's really, really fun. The money's good. Uh, it takes a while, you know. You're not going to get hired your first day, you know. You're probably going to have to do, you know, uh, pay your dues. And a lot of that is just doing books which are on split. So you get half. So when a book sells, the author gets some money and you get some money. And then some goes to iTunes or Spotify or Audible, whoever, Amazon. So at first, it's it's um, 
a lot of reading just to read books that are that are offered on a split. They call it a royalty share. And we have a lot of those that we did early on the first year or two. We did a lot of those. And then later you get into cash and there's other stuff too. So these first books I'd recommend a person do like, um, what is there? There's like recipes or attitude or sports or fitness. And there's all these books, you know, diet books. There's no um, accents or anything or characters. It's just you reading that book. And that that's pretty straightforward. When you get a book with a lot of characters, you know, especially some books are very, um, well, they're very detailed. Like the characters each have like Big Bang Theory. You got Sheldon, who's different from Leonard, who's different from Penny and Amy. So all these characters, sometimes you have to get with the author and not just get like, oh, yeah, he's from Philly or he's from, you know, Jersey or is, no, he sounds like rock, you know, my marry me too much, you know, or is this someone who's a, he's a Dallas cowboy <laughs> or maybe this guy is like, you know, Antonio Banderas, you know, he's a little bit smooth and he's, he's a little bit Hispanic, you know, and so you've got accent, but then you got to know what kind of character are they mean or vindictive or remember Shelby? from samantha coles just the bubbly one yeah shelby is a kinky little shit <laughs> wow you, you remember more than i am well i like her yeah shelby's really built and she's real bubbly and she's like oh boy i'm so excited i'm gonna go get spanked now Woo! And she goes, no. <laughs> so one night they have an emergency and the ambulance shows up the ambulance driver comes in, sees Shelby, and she's in like her fetish, fetish gear and high heel pumps. <laughs> One of the doms said, "I think this ambulance guy is gonna faint." <laughs> That's just... right. Yeah, because he had to come into the BDSM club to save somebody. To save, yeah. yeah, I do remember that. Now. That was clever writing too, man. You know, when worlds collide, you get some. They call him vanilla. You know, when some ordinary guy off the street, he's vanilla, comes slamming into a fetish party, right? And there's all these different fetishes, and he's just not seen that before. <laughs> now, don't want to inadvertently spoil the story, but does vanilla eventually mix in with the other flavors in that story? <laughs> <laughs> no. In this case, no. Darn it. Darn no. it. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. It's funny how many people might want to dip their toe if they knew how many adventures and sex there really are out there. And how many people have these fantasies. We did a book where these two men wanted to marry one girl, and so many women fans were saying, I want to be that girl. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, in their fantasy, you bet. Mm -hmm. Two hunky men, gorgeous men, wealthy, hunky, gorgeous men, only wanting her. I mean, yeah. yeah that Sounds like yeah. a real life for girl. Thruples definitely a thing, so it's like, yeah. Not a problem I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. We'll find yeah. a wealthy man for sure. <laughs> there you have it. Yeah. Man, Justin, you were just on fire with the retorts. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so yeah, there are some some characters you could just slip into at any time. And like I was mentioning, if there's an Irish guy shows up, especially depending on what he says. Because very often they're not saying something, you know how, you know, like I like I said, there's a caricature of Irish. Mm -hmm. which is like the, the leprechaun on Lucky Charms, you know, 
green cloves and all this stuff. That's not really how they sound. And then I had to say, this guy had an Irish accent and he said, my wife wants me to tell you, this is at a wedding. My wife wants me to tell you that I'm going to kick your fucking ass if you hurt her. And I had no clue how an Irish guy would say it. So my Irish, she's from Larne, just north of Dublin. And she said, it's hurt her. It's like one word, you know, so I'm going to kick your fucking ass if you hurt her like that. But I didn't know. So I had no idea. It's more of a challenge to try and keep it like grounded in some kind of reality than to just go immediately for a stereotype or something like that. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Excellent point. Yeah. Yeah. And your fans will tell you, we have a listening group that's their proofers, their experienced listeners, their avid listeners, and they get their hands on our all of our stuff first. So before it's ever put in production, they get to hear it and they get to comment and, you know, whether it's, well, any obvious mistakes, like if we left in a cough or a, you know, or a double or something. So, and then they get to tell us, hey, that didn't sound authentic to me or like that character usually sounds. Do people orgasm in accents? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got it. That's a good question. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you got to keep it in character. You can't have a, <laughs> can't have a Mexican accent with an Irish guy. It's got to be. Well, there's a, there's a, a meme about a, a an English dude. You know, oh my, oh my, my. Oh I'm my, arriving. I'm arriving. I'm <laughs> arriving. <laughs> Almost. It's still like prim and proper even at that point. It's just like, <laughs> oh dear. Oh my. <laughs> or hillbillies. Hot damn, here it comes. Like that. You broke my Yeah. Cut that for a short, Justin. <laughs> so you can touch on it a little bit, but like how do you find that voice? Regardless of an accent, but like how do you like add a kiss? Like or whoever. Like, how do you yeah. say like, okay, this is gonna be the voice for this guy that's a whole book or girl, right? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes we'll pick like an actor to, um, th- that's just representation, uh, representational of that character. So it's easy to, um, cause this last, the, the book, book where you were a mayor and the mayor oh, yeah. is a lady mayor and, and she reminded us of Helen Marin. Right, and right. Do some of that. Even the even the author was like Lillian. Her name's Lillian, and I want Lillian to sound just like Helen Mirren. And she's in the middle of Alaska. What in the world did? She, did no, how you did really she end didn't. Up there? Yeah. So, and then worlds collide. There was a lady from from like Brooklyn, Sarah. Sierra. Yeah. <laughs> Sierra was my first. It was my first. No, no. Halloween. The, the question was, uh, why aren't there? It's Halloween. It's like why aren't there any pumpkins? It was my first. Hello- oh, what. I needed to brush it up. It was our first disaster oh, in Alaska. Disaster Ryan in Alaska. and I had carved some pumpkins to, <laughs> for the neighbors to admire, and there's this enormous noise. And we looked out the window, and there was this huge hungry moose. Chomp, chomp, he was, chomp. He was eating, he ate all our pumpkins. <laughs> so you had Sarah in the same scenes a lot of time with the mayor. That's right. So when you do have group group scenes, you've got Lillian talking to Sarah, talking to, you know, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then, then we've got the male characters going blah, blah, blah. It does. Those uh, take yeah. actually take a lot of energy. It kind of yeah. takes a lot out of you because you're pulling this character and this character, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And it's fun for us working together 
because this is our studio. And when she's talking, I'm tracking the script so I can see if she's word for word. She's listening when I'm at, because you got a lot on your mind, you know, there's mic technique and then there's volume and then, you know, acting and then enunciating and diction. And there's all sorts of stuff to do with your mouth. You wouldn't believe. <laughs> oh my We're God. Really busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. Oral awareness. And so by having another person, I don't know how people do it solo. Uh, because, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was about to say, it's like, yeah, when, when you're in either the middle of the recording or the edit, like what is the one, I guess, pet peeve you find yourself kind of repeating in recording sessions, like accidentally, like, I think you mentioned something about like doubling down on like a consonant or something like that yeah. in the middle of like narration. Like, what do you find to be one of the most like, ah, oh, got to take that back nuts. Well, it changes over time. <laughs> Depends on the, the day. Early yeah. stuff, the early days at first, if our stomach growled. Oh yeah. Yeah. We yeah, yeah. both think, well, they're not going to hear that. And then you play it back and these studio mics that are real sensitive. Yeah. So you got, they're like, it's like a whale humping. It's just, <laughs> you know, oh my God. So yeah. Out. If our, if our stomachs start, uh, we got to go, we eat. have to go eat and then yeah. we, have to, we have to stop because it's mm -hmm. going to, it's going to get in the mic. Right. So then we've had, God, we had an attack. At one point we had a ton of, what are those high pitched? Oh, sibilance. Yeah, yeah, we had sibilance. We started to say this all at sibilance all of a sudden. You know, I was like, where the fuck did that come from? I was like, you know, because we it wasn't us. It yeah, was, uh, suddenly yeah. we had, we both had sibilance and we were checking our gear and everything through. Um, different people have a lot of lip smacks or a lot of those types of things. What do I have now? Um, well, when I do, this is advanced stuff, but when I do screw up, you have a tendency to correct yourself like this. So Jason was punching Justin in the nuts because he was menstruating that week and his bro ovaries hurt. And then Mike jumped in to kick his ass. And all of a sudden, uh, then uh, all of a sudden, and instead of going back, I'll correct it right there. So it's like, so Mike is busting into salt, settle this fucking, to settle this fucking argument. And what I find is very often my mistake was I had said a phrase like one word. Yeah. So Jason busted in and said, Justin, did you eat? <laughs> and then I'll correct it and go, Justin, did you eat? And I can't marry them together. You, I just you have think to you can still salvage it. Like you can save it yeah. somehow, but you're like, nope, can't. <laughs> yeah, so right. you just have right. to, when you're in a sentence and you blow out, and this is really funny, we can we convert words a lot because you read a little bit ahead of where your mouth is i don't know how to describe that but you're reading and um she had uh, jenna had a phrase that was he snorted and then he chuckled but she read he snorkeled he snorted he snorted but you have to go back to the beginning of the sentence it's really weird but it's true that when you think you can pick up where you from where you screwed up in a long sentence, you could back up to like the last comma. But really, yeah, that that is my most mo common thing that I'll end up having to re-perform a sentence because I corrected my error, but the correction won't fit up against the rest of the first part. It just doesn't fit. And that's weird. Yep. And we don't pay any attention at all to punctuation really right ever. right it's how it sounds 
being spoken. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Sometimes we'll race right over a comma. Other times we put a pause where we feel it. Yeah. So that one was pretty weird because at first you think, well, I'm going to follow the exact punctuation of the author, and that sounds that's kind of sounds like Alexa's reading it. I am happy to be your reader today. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Sounds unnatural. Yeah. You have to read like. In conversation, and that means other than periods, which end a sentence, but otherwise, yeah, uh, the 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 uh, punctuation is just kind of a suggestion. You read it the way you see it, and that's it's a fun job. Like I say that already. Oh yeah, sounds like you do get a lot of like creative liberty with regards to it at times. And yeah, um, yes, yeah. Uh, I was actually curious. Uh, you mentioned like being able to kind of be versatile and to, you know, have basically like a stock full of different voices or characters that you can pretty much call upon. I was curious: do people come to you just now, having done this for so long? Do they come immediately to you as being like, "You're my go-to"s about this, or do you still like have to send out like reels and things like that? Of well, we don't have to audition anymore. Yeah, no. I was about to say. Yeah. 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 And in fact, it's been wonderful. We've had fans um, contact an author and say, I please look into these guys because I would love to hear your book with their voices. I was about to ask, is there like fan demand for like, let's have Gunnar and Jenna like do this? Yes. 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 So, yeah. Yeah. And there's different approaches. There's a big name in the business, Sebastian York. They call him Sebio. No one knows what he looks like even. He's done probably hundreds of books. He's done a lot. Really popular. No one's even seen him. I, I, I managed to find a picture, but no comment there. He wants to be theater of the mind. And, you know, he's totally not that way. We go to the conventions. And so we're always, and we're very social. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we want to meet the people. We'll go to the after parties. You know, we go and go to the meals and even traveling, go touring and just hang out with the authors and the fans. So we're a different approach, but mm-hmm. but we like that. So you can be who you are and be in the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's as many different ways. And then, you know, I mean, I can't, there's a guy I know who can do female. Joel can do, he can do a lady I've had friends tell me they've checked that it's like really just him. He can do ladies' voices so well that he can narrate the dude and the lady both. Mm-hmm. But I can't. No, well, he has a higher voice than you, than you yeah. by quite a bit. So. Yeah, yeah. So that's a, ta- well, I mean, but that's a talent. You it know, is. a it lot, is. Of, a lot of great narrators, the people that, you know, we don't know, but like um, a lot of the really great narrators have a whole hell of a lot of voices. Mm-hmm. You know, Mel Blank did dozens and dozens and dozens. He did the whole Warner Brothers cast, you know. Oh my god, can and you a lot imagine of sound an erotic audiobook read by Mel Blank? That'd be amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That All would of be a sudden, awesome. Yosemite Sam comes in. What a tornation. Oh, you lily livered, lay on that bed right now. Yeah, he'd be a dom. <laughs> he'd be a dominant, <laughs> that's for sure. I'm not sure daddy though. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> my God, he did narrate an that's NFL bad. Follies. It was my favorite NFL Follies. Was he narrated the bloopers, and it was the year that the Jets won the Super Bowl. They beat the Baltimore Colts. Oh wow! Yeah, good job. 
Oh, it was freaking hilarious. Everybody was really, they were super frustrated. They were kind of pissed <laughs> off. It was like hilarious, man. So anyway. Yeah, I love it. Hey. hey, it's the late black asshole. <laughs> <laughs> the title of a new book. Okay, we had a good week. Let's start over, Jason. Let's start over. <laughs> <laughs> we can't hear you, Max. We can't hear you. Yeah, no sound yet. Nope. Still can't hear you. Still can't hear you. <laughs> we are glad, happy to see you. The great American Here we are with two audiobook <laughs> professionals and one of our contributors. <laughs> yeah. can't even hear. This is the Halloween special now. We're just seeing Max's eyes. The shit. Yeah, we can't hear him, so he shut off his lights. <laughs> oh, man. We can't hear you. Okay, I'll turn on the lights. That's good. You can't see just yet. lurking. <laughs> yeah, no, this, so is, this is the scariest part of the cast we've ever had. I don't know. He's not doing a Jeffrey Tobin, is he? <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to bed. <laughs> no. That's uh, why he turned off the lights because he can't see the reflection of the screen in his. Um, yeah, we could oh. tell he was there, though. We still knew. Yeah. Hey, there Max, was a disruption in the force. I could feel it. Yeah, well, that's too good. So, yeah, there you go. That ought to tell you. Everyone in the family is nuts, though. Our whole group, like, we get, I'll come home and my son will be reading Dr. Se well, this was years ago when we were first getting into this, but our older son was reading to our younger son. Uh, he was reading Dr. Seuss and he was doing in like a Russian accent, you know, like red fish, one fish, two fish. I kill you. And our, my little guy's just hysterical in laughter. Like, I'm like, well, do you want dad to read it? He's like, no, get Rob. They don't want me anymore. But all of them are, are total. Um, they do a lot of imitating other people, mostly celebrities, Sweet. you know, have, so, have and, any of them followed in not maybe necessarily the same kind of uh, vein or anything, but like in audio production or anything of that. Of that. Our, our daughter did one book uh, just to, you know, dip her toe. She has done a stand-up. Yeah. She did stand-up for, yeah. Oh, she's done it for years actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She gets herself in. Um, she's, she's got a different kind of a job now, but yeah. So, and they're all just very funny, yeah. uh, funny, funny people. We've really encouraged um, laughter in our home. No, he was never here. Max, Max was <laughs> never here. He tried. We must have hurt his feelings pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, there's deep concern. Mike's like, yeah, he's probably. Fine. He's, like, he's like, all this talk about <laughs> orgasms. I'm not even going to yeah. stay on the phone. They need to make an appearance, but they're talking about a lot of sex stuff. Uh, yeah. We know Max is a prude, yeah. as we all know, clearly. <laughs> no. uh, oh, yeah, I remember that. He's pretty funny. We get him going. But yeah, they do well. And then, the, you know, in the books, there's a lot of sex, but there's actually... There's there's two different documentaries, a new one coming out, Samantha will be in, and then one called Love Between the Covers, and it means between the book covers, talks about the enormous size of this industry. The romance it, Oh, my God, yeah. It's, it's by far what's holding everyone up. They they can act snobby about it, like, oh, the you know, the, the romance books aren't really a thing, but 
that's what holding the, the publishing industry up it is that freaking big. And um, the uh, thing about it is that there's um, in a typical like this 16 hour book, there's only maybe 40 minutes of sex, you think? Not, not a whole lot, especially in this story, just because she's coming, yeah. you know, she's she's so far behind in her development. Oh, you know, yeah. it goes really slow that way. So in yeah. this book, some of Samantha Cole's book, there's a, at least a, an <laughs> orgasm an hour, at least. Yeah, yeah. some hit hard and early and a lot of the fans like that. And it, I'm, I'm you got to admire them that they're having to write romance scenes. There's so many ways to say certain words, you know, and, yeah. and some come come and go for popularity. It's like, I'm so tired of hearing this version. It seems like cock always works. Cock. They'll always say yeah. cock. Yeah. yeah. His, his throbbing cock. One of my one of my narrator buddies has a throbbing cock on his blooper reel. <laughs> I guess that's an obvious one, though. His throbbing clock told the time. <laughs> but that's a but, whole common. Yeah. I guess cool. that is a challenge. Like, how do you come up? I mean, for a writer at least, how do you come up with various different terminology without making it sound like a textbook thing? And then also without yeah. exactly like exactly. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. Has, has that's Tally all you Wacker, ever worked its way into one of your narrations or anything? Uh, <laughs> yeah. There hasn't been a tally whacker. Okay. Because yeah, it can get kind of ridiculous at times so Whacker like... against the tummy <laughs> and they do take it seriously i haven't seen a, yeah. a humorous love scene yet yeah you're right yeah yeah they stay pretty serious for once the, that the starts you know which is fun. we've been married we've been together a long time and sometimes one of our fans said i bet you guys have a great time in bed and like we have literally gone to bed with the full-on intention of getting hot and making shooting video the whole thing <laughs> and then an hour later we're still just fucking laughing and around looking like is it fun or what you know so we but it's never in a romance book that i've ever seen yeah that's hmm. true yeah every yeah. one of them they take it seriously and yeah. the girl's gonna get off yeah oh yeah for sure oh yeah it, oh that's a darn good point if yeah anybody's it's not gonna about be... the guy yeah <laughs> yeah if it... anybody's gonna leave frustrated it'll be the dude yeah, yeah. and he will willingly <laughs> happily. he will willingly hold himself back so that he can please her over totally. and over yes. And yes yeah these guys are made of steel man yeah yep. you guys are yeah. pretty open and honest so my question is have you read a scene that made you blush sure yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. Sometimes I'm surprised. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, we have been. <laughs> like, he's not going to wonder what. But, you know, it's it's interesting to me that we do a lot of stuff in our books that I just would never do. And so there's spanking, obviously, tying each other down, which I love. Then I don't have to answer the door or anything for a while. Um <laughs> But like, uh -huh. what, what? Um, they do a lot of like anal play, and they'll fuck around with the girl's butt, and uh, some, and a lot of them want to have anal sex, and so, um, yeah. if something's not your, that's not really our thing, and so yeah, neither is spanking much. Yeah, yeah, know? not the, you know. They do the some real spanking. They, they spank to the cry, you know. Sometimes, like, mm -hmm. like really it's cathartic. 
So yeah, and the author is always talking about the the woman going into subspace because she's so deliriously she's being you know um, abused just the right way. Yeah, it's all just exactly the amount they want. Subspace is where subs go. If you're a submissive, you want to be dominated, which can be fun. I mean, since we're very open, I like to pull a girl into me hard. I like to make her straddle me and kiss her neck and kind of hold her almost like you can't get away. And if it's the right girl, which, <laughs> I'll be your girl. Yeah, <laughs> that turns her on. She kind of likes that. You know, it's we're and that's another thing. Like we did one scene that was consensual, non-consensual, or what they call dubious consent, or like, I want to simulate a rape. Right. Right. But be very clear, that's not what's going on. Yeah, the, you know? the parameters are very limited, and people who are really pros at domination, one of our buddies is a master, and he said it took him 16 years to get his recognition in his whatever association he runs the leather club in vegas so yeah but it took him 16 years in learning that whole thing about submissives and how you treat a submissive right. is exactly how far they want to go communication and when they're done, they go into aftercare and then you love them up and cuddle and help yeah them love better. and snuggle and cuddle yeah so i think Actually, the rape scene wasn't too hard because we did know the rules, but it was cute. Right, right. It was right. like they had her on the fly. They had her like, you've had this coming for a while, so you better run. And <laughs> she's like, yeah. oh, my. She's running for it. it I'm going to pretend to run now. Yeah, I kind of run it. <laughs> Not as hard as I might. And, uh, yeah, two guys chased her down. And it, it was it was at a domination club. And, yeah, and this was her fantasy. She wanted that. So, right. But it was consensual, non-consent. Non that's yeah. how they worded it. That well, was probably the edgiest we've ever narrated. Maybe. Yeah, I was about to say, it's like, that. that's the point where it's like, even in the narrative, like the communication is pretty well established. Like, this is what the character is kind of asking for or wants out of the interaction. Have you ever yeah. had a point where like, maybe an author that you've worked with has come up to you at some point and said like, I regret this particular narrative choice or anything like that? Or has it been mainly like, you oh, know yeah. what, we're happy with the work? Oh, no, never. Yeah, you know, um, you know, the, the, uh, we're all different, and so I, I, you know, stuff that might not interest me, I'm sure another reader uh, or listener would. It it does. Oh, you know, um, uh, I met a lady at the one of the conventions. She was uh, a victim of rape. Oh and God. so that, um, oh, that's right. I was talking about this scene with her. So um, she, she says, that sounds like it would be very healing for me mm. uh, that it was in a um, just a controlled environment and, you know, wasn't really uh, going to hurt anybody. So, yeah. so. And we're surprised how many people are seniors, like 60, 70, 80. Um, we had one late, it was a dear friend actually felt like a friend she used us as therapy and she'd listened to the hottest stuff and mm -hmm. was, and she was elderly and she yeah. was um wasn't she stuck in was she at hosp in hospice at that yeah, point yeah she was in tornado alley and she'd say when there's a tornado coming and i'm and i'm already having my problems she's like your books just you know takes it and i'm like oh there you go we're doing a service yeah, <laughs> it's therapy yeah. of yeah, a kind you know for sure yeah. that's an honestly like beautiful and noble like sentiment it's like yeah 
Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I sleep at night. You know, it's not a problem. Yes. Yeah, I feel like it's a kind of acting. That's, yeah, when John and um, I tour the nursing homes with our Matlock podcast, we're going to give them your guys' audio books as we leave as a good night uh, present. Sure. Whatever you want. I got to do you guys another another sweeper. Oh, promo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got to do a I got to do a sweeper with Mike G and send me the text and I'll do it for you, Jason. <laughs> we'll, we'll give you a fun um, I just wanted to say on a personal note, my, my girlfriend, by the way, says hi, because I think one of the first shows she ever listened to that I was on, you all were guests, and she thought you were adorable, so I just thought oh, it. she says hi, by the way. So. Wonderful. Oh, yeah. Well, hello back. Thank you. That's awesome. No, it means the world. We had some fr friends come to Vegas, and they brought their granddaughter, and we met her, and, and they told us, because there were hundreds of people, authors, and dozens and dozens of narrators, but they said our granddaughter wanted to meet you guys. Yeah, she's 14. Yeah, 14. Yeah. So we took her to Fremont Street, freaked her out. <laughs> it was oh, it was Halloween weekend. Oh man. This last Halloween. Yeah. Oh god, it was crazy. So you take know, memories with you from there. It's like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, wild. it was crazy. So everyone was uh, uh dressing up yeah. because it was Halloween weekend. Yep. On Fremont Street and uh yeah, there was all the skin you could see. Yeah, because you know Vegas is a warm climate anyway, well, and you could get a contact high because <laughs> right. everybody was, you know, it's legal to smoke reefer. It was totally, you could get just go up one of the bands because a lot of bands. If you were near a band, you could just sit and breathe and get a buzz. So, <laughs> so next so Halloween, Jason, we're doing a live stream from Fremont Street. <laughs> yeah, Fremont Street. When yeah, next Halloween, they're planning next it Halloween. out, and we'll, you'll be, we'll be there. Yeah, yeah you'll we'll be there. there. We'll all, Might as well meet yeah. up. Yep. Yeah. Okay. We'll be there. Wow, it's I'm glad we, glad we figured that out. So, yeah. Justin, what kind of a dog do you have? Golden Retriever. Aw. Ah. What's his, her name? Apollo. Apollo. Aw. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I saw his little face. He looks adorable. Yeah. <laughs> the door creaked open just yeah. ever so slightly, and I saw a little face in the corner. I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah. he lays the check in, but he doesn't like to – this room gets too hot with the computer in it, so he just like oh. – he, he does not enjoy. <laughs> well, he's a cutie. Thanks. Okay, well, thank you guys for coming on. Let's not wait this long to chat again on the show. Yes. Okay. It's always fun to talk with you guys. Oh no. We'll bring pictures are... next time. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta well, I, I tried to share this one. I gotta find a way to share the screen. I'm kidding because we're talking oh. about all the sex. Oh no, I'm not okay. gonna share that. Visual, visual. No, I mean no. we've shared them before. I think we've had we've had some visual aids. Yeah, we, we've had visuals before. Me too. Mm. Oh, I should have brought your cock sock. Darn. Oh, shut up. <laughs> it's a, a Christmas party. I want to. <laughs> it was a knitted thing and it's like really long and, and balls and it's a cock sock. It's yarn. We'll bring it next time. I told him that it's going to need longer ball sack. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, we'll model that. It's a mod. Oh, we'll model that. Oh, next good. Christmas. Okay. There you go. Yeah, Where can everybody find you guys online? Find us at gqandjenna.com. gqandjenna.com. Nice. Yeah. Everybody out there, uh, be safe. Have a great evening. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. talking nerd mm -hmm. stuff. Happy, Happy holidays. Holidays. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.